You're listening to Divinely Curious, the podcast for mystics, seekers, and the spiritually curious. I'm Heather Augusta. Join me and my co-host, Emily Rose, for spirited discussions about what's capturing our curiosity and what we're discovering along the way. Hey, Heather. Yes, Emily. Want to talk about gratitude and how it's maybe not all it's cracked up to be? (laughs) Yes. I would love to talk about this because we've talked a little bit about it in the past. And I remember you saying you had complicated feelings about gratitude. What the heck? I do. What? I don't know. I, okay. I would first like to know just like, what is your feeling about gratitude stuff? Like, that's I'm just curious like what your take is you want to know where I'm coming from maybe an untainted view of gratitude I don't know I think it's interesting to think about what does grat what purpose does gratitude serve what is gratitude you know gratitude is a feeling of appreciation for for something anything at all you know and I know in the sort of self-healthy law of attraction-y like world there's a lot of like you have to have an attitude of gratitude in order for good things to come to you, right? But I know that that's a really hard thing for people when they're in, when they're not there. So my personal situation with gratitude is it has been a very easy shortcut to get to, um, I guess, a state shift, you know, to get out of one vibrational state to another. So like, if I'm just really mired in depression or really mired in like anxiety or really mired in like difficult times that the gratitude has been the, the shortcut for me. So Mm. when everything else isn't working, gratitude tends to help me get there. One of the things that I read really recently from this woman named Susan Shire, um, she's an author and she, she was talking about abundance and attracting abundance, right? And she said, you know, trying to feel abundant when you're not abundant is like really, really hard. And so instead of trying to like pretend that you're abundant when you really aren't abundant, how about you find the worthiness that you have to receive abundance? That that's actually the key. It's not pretending that you're abundant, but seeing yourself as worthy. And the really good way to do that is through gratitude. So that's my okay yeah and so because I mean I think we we've all been in situations where we're told that we're supposed to be feeling a certain way and we're just not feeling it and but I love this idea of like thinking that you are worthy of feeling it that is totally achievable and I feel like gratitude is a really good way to get there so I'm a big fan of gratitude but I want to know what you have to say about (laughs) gratitude okay so I, I, I first want to say, I don't think gratitude as a whole is bad. I think, <laughs> I think that there's a really great way to practice gratitude that could work for everybody. So I'm not trying to say gratitude is all bad. <laughs> Where I'm kind of coming from is after being a reader for so long and seeing so many people, I think it's more the way that it's used or the way that spiritual teachers teach it without Mm -hmm. that nuance. But I have seen, I'll just kind of give you a scenario, which kind of like, whoa, I read for a lot of clients and 
when they come to me, they're like, this situation is bad. I know I should be grateful for it, but, but it's just, it's just not a good situation, but I'm grateful that I have it. Maybe it'll be about their job. And they're like, my, my boss, you know, yells at me, but I'm grateful I have a job and I should just be happy with that. I should just be grateful for that. How do I get past this problem that I have and just be grateful? And I think what's seeped into the consciousness of of people is that you should, should, anytime I hear a should, my alarm bells start going off. I feel like, why should you do that? Who's shitting you for that? And so whenever I'm shitting myself, that's an alarm bell. But I feel like it's this, instead of it, gratitude being something that brings you to a higher level of consciousness, I feel like when it's used in that way, it I kind of think of expansion when I hear the word gratitude at first. I feel like it also, the way people are using that term or using gratitude is to contract. And uh-huh. does that make sense? Because they'll say, but I should be grateful for this. So I'm trying to practice being grateful when they're at, really in a bad situation. (laughs) Um, Yeah, that's a lit. I mean, that's totally, I never thought about it that way. Yeah. And it's something I see literally it's half my readings. Someone is coming to me with that type of statement. And, uh, you know, some of my clients are very spiritual people. They're in spiritual communities, but a lot of them aren't. A lot of them are, you know, this is a this is out kind of outlandish for them to get a, a reading. I get it from both groups, which kind of mm-hmm. um, started ash- astonishing me because it was half the readings that I was having. Wow. And it really made me start to think about gratitude because I was someone who I would write gratitude things, but I always noticed that there was like this pang going on when I was writing gratitude things. And at first I just thought, well, you know, I'm just supposed to persevere through that, you know, and continue and and be happy about it. But what I realized was I was writing things I was grateful for. And I'm sure a part of me was genuinely grateful, but there was also a part of me that was trying to mute something. And so that's where I realized, oh, like gratitude isn't just about trying to be grateful for something it's if you you're saying oh i'm i'm grateful for this and you can't say that with a whole heart why not why can't you say that with a whole heart there's something there to address and there's probably some shadow work to address or like you know in the case of a boss yelling at you at work or something you you know you can be grateful you you have a job but also you totally deserve that's why i like where you're talking about worthiness you totally deserve to have a job where you don't get yelled at every day. And that's something that comes up again and again and again. So I feel like gratitude, it's seeped into general consciousness. I feel like most people understand what a gratitude list is. I think like yeah. any lay person understands that. But I think it's used almost as in a shamey way, like, why am I not just grateful for this? Right. When really you're you're a part of you is trying to tell you something else. And the answer is not to be super positive, positive, positive about it. The answer is to investigate that feeling 
And then find it comes from a place of, wow, I can genuinely feel grateful for that. Right. That I think it's, I think it's beautiful, but I think a lot of people, you know, in myself included, <laughs> at least in the past, I didn't do shadow work regularly until the last couple of years. So it almost had the opposite effect for me than I think it was intended because I would just say, well, I should just, you know, be grateful. I have this and move on type of thing. And then now I know, Oh, gratitude can be expansive. I'm actually kind of feeling my relationship with it. I feel like because I'm genuinely grateful for things because Mm -hmm. I've cleared the, the shadowy stuff from it. And now I understand the whole situation, if if that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, I think you're making, you're making some really excellent points. And one is that being that distinct, first of all, the energetics of authentic, genuine gratitude versus trying to either pacify yourself or pacify everybody else through a difficult situation, which, you know, sometimes we bypass in order to get through really hard situations to make the unbearable bearable. Right. The other thing is that you're trying to, or sometimes it's trying to subdue something that you have no control over. So you're just like, well, I guess I'll feel gratitude. But all of that is just like, it is, it is a compressing, like constricting kind of energy. There's nothing expansive about that. And, uh, and understanding that that actually isn't gratitude. That's something else. That is something else. It looks like gratitude. It sounds like gratitude but it it isn't actually gratitude. And I completely understand why people do that, but being told that you need to do it and is the only way out of the situation doesn't seem particularly productive. Yes. I, and I think that's the thing that's important is that now before I thought that's all gratitude is, is this compression thing. And so I just stopped doing it because I was like, what is this? And then once I started doing shadow integration once, once I started, you know, after that noticing, oh my gosh, I'm noticing all these shifts in myself and how I feel about things. I could find genuine gratitude. And I'm like, oh, this is what all these spiritual teachers are talking about is this (laughs) gratitude, but I need you to differentiate it from this other thing that people are using your teachings for. You know, I think it's used, especially, I don't know, I've taken yoga classes and stuff and they'll say, what are you grateful for today? I was talking to a lady next to me who was having a horrible day, you know, and she's just like, "Ah, I can't do this gratitude. (laughs) I kind of want to be like, cool, don't right now. Right. (laughs) You know, it's okay to just be sad. You had a bad day for a minute. And then, you know, when you're ready to, okay, I want to improve things. I want to go into this day with different energy then okay. But I feel like people are trying to jump from, and I was, cause this is what I was doing. I was trying to jump from, okay, I'm in this soupy bad pool and I want to get to being happy. So I'm just going to try to shame myself there with gratitude. And it doesn't work that way. (laughs) I mean, I think that's a good point. That is literally what it can be is shaming yourself into gratitude because it's like, I should be grateful. And that's the thing. And maybe that's a good like indicator for us when we reflect is if we're saying I should be grateful, then that's, then, then you just, you stop right there. Like 
you just stop right there. It's okay to not be grateful for your health. It's okay not to be grateful for whatever, your family. It's okay to not be grateful, you know, and to force it is just actually creating more, I don't know, ick in your system, more, more constriction, as you're saying. And, and so, yeah. So are you saying you should be grateful And then also, how does it feel? Do you feel worse? I mean, like you were saying, I was feeling worse when I was doing all these gratitude exercises. And that's what I hear from clients is they say, you know, I write down my gratitudes or I tell myself I should be grateful. And then I feel worse that I'm not grateful for it. Right. And then they just shame themselves like they're a bad person. Yeah. And then once we actually start, you know, digging through the layers of shame and guilt and muck on top of it. It's like, no, they actually are grateful for a lot of things in their life. It's just that there's this injustice happening in their life in particular, or there's a really sticky situation and a really deep part of themselves is super wounded and it needs to be addressed. You know, it's kind of like if you're bleeding out on a table, you're not going to be grateful, (laughs) but maybe you will if you're super transcendent, but you know, you're probably not going to be grateful in that moment. And that's kind of like, they're trying to shame themselves into being grateful when their legs bleeding out. It's like kind of a a way of looking at it. And then once we kind of just address, oh, there's this part of yourself that's really wounded, or there's this really unjust situation that's happening or whatever it is, it's different for everybody with what's actually going on. Once we bring that up, and we're kind of starting to pay attention to it. We're, you know, treating the, the leg that's bleeding, if we're using that metaphor. Then they're like, oh my God, I'm so glad I have medical care. Oh my God, I'm so glad I have. Yeah. But it, there has to be that diagnosis. and There has to be that yeah. introspection uh, or else it becomes a shamey tool. It's kind yeah. of what I, I feel like. So why do you think that we do that? I mean, why do we force gratitude on ourselves. I mean, aside from someone saying like, well, you know, what are you grateful for? Namaste. Like apart from that, like, why did you subject yourself to the gratitude exercises? That's a good question. I started doing that because I was trying to begin a spiritual path. And that when you ask people, what's one of the first steps to spirituality, people say gratitude almost always, or like not everybody, but a lot of people would say that, I think. It it seems like the most accessible. And I know when I was trying to do it, I was in a a relationship that wasn't abusive or anything, but it just wasn't a good relationship. You know, I was in a job that was just boring. I had, I didn't have any friends really in the town I lived in. I was just sad, you know, just kind of sad. And I was like, I guess I'm grateful to have a job and not worry about money. I was trying to find where the light was in my situation so that could expand, if that makes sense. And I thought, like, maybe being grateful for the things, but, you know, would help, but that wasn't what ended up helping. (laughs) I think that that's where most people are coming to it from, I think. Yeah. And that's why I, I started that is because when I would ask people that I w- admired that I was like, wow, they, I really like their, their energy and, and where they're mm-hmm. at, they would say, oh, start with gratitude. You know, that's a good place yeah. to start, which I think is well-intentioned and, and yeah. everything. But yeah, I think that's why as I was trying to find where the light was, you know, yeah. in my life at that time. Yeah. It's hard to build a fire without sparks, you know, without any sort of ember. So 
So like the mechanics of it makes sense, you know, the mechanics of trying to build light for your, create more light in your life by finding the things that are sort of just twinkling a little bit or shimmering a little bit and then, you know, stoking those flames. But, you know, but the thing is, is that I think maybe we're trying to, when we get in these situations where we're trying to force this gratitude is that we pick the things that we think we should be grateful for, right? So if you have this job that you really don't Mm, like and you're like, well, I should be grateful for it. So I'm going to list that as something that I'm grateful for. It's not really truly something that you're grateful for. And maybe that is the distinction is like, don't pretend that you're grateful for something that you really aren't, no matter who thinks that you should be grateful for that. I think that's such a great, piece of advice for people is really looking at what are you genuinely delightfully happy about in your life not should be so like that I think that nuance of teaching it I think would shift a lot of things for people yeah and also here's the other thing though is that you know a lot of my clients that haven't really explored a lot of things maybe they haven't whether it's like therapy or spirituality or whatever they haven't explored a lot of that they genuinely don't know. Like they genuinely don't know how to tell what they're excited about or not because they've muted that voice so much. So I think that could be a window to, oh my gosh, I was really grateful that I had that conversation with that person today or whatever. That made me feel better to, it could be a window into, wow, maybe like this connection, Mm -hmm. maybe I'm craving connection with people or whatever. And that could open, you know, so I think yeah. it, it could have that breadcrumb kind of effect for people of, wow, that's, that's something there for yeah. me. But I think for other people, they're like, well, I don't know. I don't feel good about anything, <laughs> you know, yeah. in my life. And then they can feel worse sometimes because yeah. then yeah. they're like, man, I don't, I feel bad that I'm not grateful and I should be. I think it can have a really amazing effect on people, even if, even if they're at a place where they they don't feel a lot of joy or gratitude in their life, but then I think it depends on where you are, you know, and what you're, you know, I mean, I like what you're saying about the, the breadcrumbs, those little gratitude breadcrumbs, because sometimes, for example, someone could have a really sweet life and be absolutely miserable. Like everything on the surface could look great, but they can be absolutely miserable and not authentically grateful for anything in their life. They can be super healthy, super wealthy, super successful, you know, all the things, and they might still not be grateful for what they have. And so, but everybody might be telling them they should be grateful. So I think no matter what the situation is, if you are not feeling grateful, like you can just wait until something arises that you feel great. I mean, it honestly might just be like a really good piece of cake or, you yeah. know, Literally, like, the, like you, a really, really good episode of Jeopardy. You know? <laughs> yes. Yeah. I think that's a really good way to put it is wait till you feel like, wow, I am so genuinely grateful for this right. moment or even, yeah. And I like picking a tiny, tiny thing, like, you know, a piece of cake, like you said, or something yeah. that just brings you. And I think one way to look at it, what brought you joy that day? What's something that brought you some joy yeah. And I think that's the energetics more than yeah. the, you know, cause in extracting the should yeah. is, is crucial. 
I feel like. Well, and it's interesting because when you were talking about people not feeling anything, just feeling like it made me think of something that actually Martha Beck talks about. She actually just talked about it last week was that if you're in a place and you are like, you can't feel joy or excitement or passion about anything, it's time to rest. So it means you need to sleep. You need to rest. You don't need to be doing gratitude journals. You actually need to rest because your very zest for life has vanished. I mean, what a beautiful kind of permission to give yourself. Oh, you mean I don't have to be grateful about things? Yeah, you don't have to be grateful about anything. Just rest a little bit and something something joyful will emerge or something will come to mind that that you that gives you that sense of openness and relief when you think about. Yes. I think so. That makes a lot of sense. Sometimes you're just freaking tired. <laughs> yeah. And that's that's the answer. Something I kind of use this in a different context when I'm working with clients and when I'm doing shadow work or, you know, kind of this journaling work on myself is I don't really like the phrase, bake it till you make it, you know, I don't like that. And I feel like the the gratitude stuff kind of has that same, it can have that same energy. It can. And so what I like to do instead, like usually when I'm working with clients, they have a particular goal most of them want to become professional readers. They want to have successful side businesses, like whatever. And so a lot of them are like, oh, I can't do that. There's no way, (laughs) you know? And then I'll say, okay, I'm not going to get them overnight to, I can totally be a hundred percent successful at this. Obviously I'm not going to get them there. So instead of fake it till they make it, I'm like, can you think of a hard thing you've done before? And then they're like, well, you know, I did raise a child as a single mother and I'm like, that sounds like one of the hardest things in the world to do, (laughs) you know? And then we talk about using that as evidence that they can do a hard thing. So instead of we, we choose a belief about it. So instead of the belief being, oh my gosh, overnight, I'm going to be this amazing pro reader that makes millions of dollars. Instead, where we go to, you know, I can do hard things, which means I can do this, or I believe I can, I can at some point believe I can do this. Yeah. And we, we baby step it in every session. So they have to get behind it a hundred percent. And I think that's the same thing with gratitude is you have to be behind it a hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that great. One of the reasons uh, why gratitude is talked about so much is that, you know, as I was talking about earlier, shifting your energy in order to kind of change the whole trajectory of your life, you've got to sort of really be mindful of, you know, where your attention is and everything like that. And the, and, the, and focusing on gratitude is on paper. It seems like an obvious way to do that. But again, it can be really hard. And so if you look back at something, maybe not, there's not anything you're grateful for right now, but maybe wow, maybe you averted a car accident last week and you are super grateful for that. When you start to pave the way with these things, then you recognize that not only have those things happened that you're grateful for, but that you are worthy of them. And it's sort of bringing it back to the worthiness, right? Like, Like maybe nothing great's happening right now, but I know I'm worthy of it. There's all this evidence in my past. And, And I think it's really similar to what you're prescribing to your clients is like, it may not be happening now, but it's something's happened before that indicates that you are totally capable and worthy of this thing. 
I like that of going to the past if you can't get there in the present. And I think too, like with gratitude stuff too, I feel some people like, sure, they could start working on that. But I feel like a lot of people, they their past pain, trauma, whatever, just hasn't been even acknowledged, maybe by themselves, maybe by yeah. society, especially if you're, you know, someone with an intersectional identity of any kind. And that's where I feel like it's, it's harder to do that type of work until and I mean, maybe you can do it on a small scale. Like I'm grateful, mm-hmm. you know, the breadcrumbing we were talking about. I'm grateful for this piece of cake. I'm grateful for this. But then it's a lot of it is like this deeper, I feel like it be, you know, gratitude can be a bandaid sometimes on this deep, yeah. deep, deep thing. But it it can start shifting things if it's used correctly. Right. So I feel like, I think that in our spiritual communities, there's this big talk about gratitude but then there is talk about, you know, generational trauma and all, all of that. But I think that there's not a lot of like, here's how to maneuver through that. And some mm-hmm. of that is like therapy. But then yeah. so, some of that is like, you know, it's complex work. Yeah. That I And I think gratitude sounds easy. So we talk about it. And I think that's why it's gotten a lot of the spotlight in our spaces and so I just kind of wanted to acknowledge that 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 a lot of times we need to acknowledge and bring to the surface or do some type of work around things that have happened to us in the past and I know for me at the time what I didn't know is that I was really sick and I had I had an illness I had a chronic illness going on and I was like you know kind of what Mark said I was dying for rest I really wanted rest and I wanted you know, and I was going to doctor after doctor and they were just like, oh, you're fine, you know, <laughs> type of thing. And yeah. and now I find out like, oh, that's definitely not the case. And so for me to be truly grateful about things for a while, I had to bring that to the surface and be like, wait, man, I was gaslit yeah. for a really long time. <laughs> and and then I could say I worked hard to get a, a dietitian. I worked hard to get these people. I could weep now how grateful I was for them. Yeah. After I recognize that. It, and, yeah. and so I think recognition is the first step to living a life of gratitude. And I, and yeah, some of it, like, I, I don't know about doing healing around it, but just recognizing it was so powerful. And then the gratitude just came after that. Yeah. When I found a doctor that listened to me, a you know, a specialist doctor that listened to me, I just told him, I'm so grateful for you. And I genuinely yeah. felt that. And when I, someone would give me support, you know, I was just so grateful that I could weep now at how grateful I am for that, you know, yeah. and it's just this authentic space, but I didn't really do gratitude work to get there, <laughs> which is interesting, right? Like it was the acknowledgement And then I think it was the worthiness as what you're talking about, which is, no, I deserve to have good care. I deserve to have that. And I know I'm worthy of having that. And that's where things really shifted. And now I just feel gratitude, Yeah, you know? So I think that's really, I think your point about worthiness is the key to it all. Well, and I, I think there's another thing I want to parse out of what you're saying too, about the earlier part of your process where you were struggling you know, 
you know, we talk about toxic positivity and kind of trying to define that, but understanding too, if people are in a difficult situation and they feel like they should be grateful or someone is trying to guide them to this, you know, the attitude of gratitude and they're not feeling it. One is maybe because that person or whatever it is, the book or the the belief or whatever, just can't deal with what you are feeling. They can't deal mm. with your heartbreak. They can't deal with your pain. They can't deal with your illness. They They don't have the tools and the capacity or even maybe the empathy to deal with you and the state that you're in. And so trying to shove gratitude down your throat and make you feel like you're somehow creating your own misery by yeah. by not having gratitude, that is the very definition of toxic positivity. And I, and I think that it, it would be remiss of us to not point that out. On the flip side, the more well-intentioned and helpful kind of gratitude is like, hey, you're kind of in a funk. You've been dwelling on this thing for a really long time. And notice that you're not accepting any help from anybody or whatever, or you're, or you're in a loop. Like we all do this. We get in a negativity loop. And sometimes the gratitude is just, it's a mechanism to help us just kind of snap out of it. Like just, just avert your eyes for a moment to one thing that is making you feel grateful like right now or in your past. And sometimes it's enough to break the spell it's just like changing the channel. And I think that is one way where like a sort of, you know, someone who who loves you or even your own higher self or your guides or anybody can come in and be like, hey, can you just change the channel for what you could totally go back to your your misery if you want to. Let's take 60 seconds and just be grateful that for that big slice of cake that's sitting on your plate right now. I'm just saying that because I want a piece of cake right now. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's something easy and accessible. And, I love it. You know, yeah. so yeah, I think that there's that there is a way to do it compassionately, but that we do, especially as practitioners, people that are helping people, people are like actively in the spiritual community, making sure that we're not forcing gratitude on people because we just can't deal with their misery, you know, yes. and also recognizing that like, yeah, sometimes people do need to like, what, just try, just try being grateful for one thing and see if that gives you a little relief. Cause ultimately, like we were saying earlier, that gratitude should make you feel relieved, not, yes. not angry, <laughs> not resentful, not sh- shame, not filled with shame or whatever. Yeah. Yes. I think, I think there's like some key takeaways that I've learned from you here too. And I think that anyone who's listening can kind of take away about gratitude. And I think one of them that you just talked about is how do you feel after you've said the gratitude? Because <laughs> if it's, well, or I should feel grateful about this, then it's clearly, you know, that's, that's, we're not in the right vein then yeah. I feel like. And if it is, oh, I do have these support beams that are coming up and I feel supported by this gratitude. I feel excited, joyful, whatever. Okay, then that's a practice that's working for you. And I think also basically the word should, neon signs around that and red (laughs) flags around that, I think. And I think we also talked about two things, which is worthiness and acknowledgement. 
And I think yeah. those are really important things. I also liked what you said too about spiritual places, you know, communities, teachers, whatever, not being able to handle what you've been through, you know, the pain you've been through. And I so find that's true. I, if someone's not referring people out to other things, I'm, I'm like, uh Oh, <laughs> usually when I'm in those spaces, if someone's not saying, cause I mean, I've written many an email to a client, like, Hey, I'm not the right person for you to see for this. I really think therapy is a better option for yeah. what you're working through, or I'll find an, another different practitioner who is specialized in their field or whatever. But if I'm not seeing that's probably maybe a sign of a, of a community is if they're not referring people out, then there's an issue. Yeah. If it's their prescription, their primary prescription is gratitude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One big heaping dose of gratitude and, and you should be good, right? Just take two, twice a day and call me, call me tomorrow. <laughs> yep. Yep. Well, this is so interesting. I mean, I, I, when you had talked to me a little bit about gratitude (laughs) in the past and that you had these really complicated feelings, I, first of all, I don't actually think of you as like an ungrateful person, you know? So I was a little surprised. I was like, what? So what's, what's her beef with gratitude? (laughs) I'm a little salty about it, but it's salty. I'm salty about it, but no, I, I think the ultimate thing for me is once I acknowledged, you know, pain I'd gone through, issues I was having and really genuinely looked at them. And then along with the worthiness, the gratitude came for me and I didn't have to try for the gratitude. It just, it just came. And I think that was just my particular situation. I I think I was in too, but I think that could also work for a lot of people. (laughs) And then for other people, like we talked about, maybe gratitude are the breadcrumbs to something yeah and maybe it can't and it it definitely has a place in being a really great practice for people I had complex feelings about it but I I feel like we we teased it out here a little bit more and that I don't actually have beef with gratitude I have beef with the way that it's being put on people and the way that people are interpreting it and then using it to shame themselves that's what I actually have beef about (laughs) with I think it which I think is completely understandable and an important discussion to have with people so this is very refreshing I because I totally do that to myself like I will be like I I should be grateful for this thing or whatever so yeah so I've learned a little bit from you about what to watch for I'm glad we talked about it you know what? I'm grateful that we talked about this. Yeah, I'm grateful too, Heather. <laughs> I'll say it with saltiness a little bit. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. No shame in that. <laughs> well, shall we say goodbye to everyone? Thank you so much for listening. We're grateful that you are here. Yes, we're so grateful. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Divinely Curious. Connect with us on social media and tell us what you thought about today's episode. You can find Emily at Emily Rose Divination or on her website, emilyrosedivination.com. You can also find me, Heather, on social media at Lovejoy Lightwork. Or you can visit my website, lovejoylightwork.com. Thanks for listening and stay curious.